From Women's Health Australia, this is your uninterrupted drop-in. I'm Deputy Editor Lisa Gebuluggan. In case you missed it, isolation is resulting in some major skin breakouts. Last week, I woke up with a pimple underneath my eyebrow. What a weird place for a pimple to come up. And it made me think of our features editor, Alex. Not because she's known for brow pimples, but because she had also noticed her skin had been breaking out in isolation since she had moved back home to the UK. Same thing with our digital content manager, Lauren, whose skin is all out of whack as well. I called the girls to share my recent brow acne development. Is it like a piercing or something? <laughs> yes, exactly. Where you would imagine an eyebrow piercing to be, that is where my pimple is. I woke up like this on Tuesday just because we've had such a stressful week at work. Totally. I and I think like our this. eating habits have changed so much as well. Yeah, exactly. We're so much more stressed with everything going on in the world and our eating habits have changed. And I feel like I'm definitely not getting outdoors and getting some sun as much as I used to. And I think it's just all adding up. And also because I'm bored, I have the inclination to pick at my skin, which is so bad. I know that's so bad. I'm sure there are dermatologists out there that are dying <laughs> hearing me say that. I think what's making it particularly hard is that we're doing so many Zoom meetings and I've never looked at my face so much in my life. So up close, it's really aggressive. The lighting is not good. It's, yeah, it's pretty horrendous. Stupid Zoom pressure. <laughs> totally. Everyone can just look at my zits just like I have to. <laughs> the thing is for me, I found that I think my skin's always generally touch wood been pretty good. So then when things do pop up, then I notice it a little bit more and I just had some more zits pop up, but also just like my skin's just looking really lackluster at the moment, to be honest, and just really like quite mm. dull. And I think it's probably not getting as much sunshine, you know, obviously big life changes you know, things because I've just moved overseas back to the UK, as you guys know. And I and I think everyone's obviously going through stress and anxiety and things at the moment. And, and I also feel like I fall out of my skincare routine a bit as well. I sometimes I'm like, oh, I haven't been out today. So I don't think I need to, like, I forget to clean it or something properly, you know. So I'm trying to desperately make more of an effort to look after my skin a bit better. Yeah, I know what you mean. I ran out of face moisturizer. So I've started using just normal body moisturizer on my face, which is probably not good either. And um, how is that going for you? That stresses me out so much. I think this may be contributing my to my bad skin. Like, oh, that's my boys who are like, I just use like soap on my face to wash my hair. I'm like, that is not okay. I feel like beauty editors everywhere, like our lot of being like, what do you mean? It's like, sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I think that also I know that I'm doing a little bit of um, online shopping in my downtime. Oh, yeah. So I'm also buying like all of these fun products that I'm seeing other people using. And I've started actually getting some, I wrote about this on Women's Health the other day, perioral dermatitis. So basically it's kind of, um, it can happen from a few different things, but one of them is overusing um, quite harsh skincare. So I've been using a lot of AHAs and chemical exfoliants and I've just been going ham on them because I'm like, what else is there to do with my time? Um, and my skin is like, no, too much, too fast. I'm loving sheet masks at the moment. I feel like sheet masks are good, like self-care at the moment. And I always really enjoy them anyway. Loz, you and I have done a sheet mask in our time. Yeah, <laughs> but I really love um, a sheet mask. I think because they're so, I feel like I feel in a really low maintenance vibe at the moment and they're so easy and quite relaxing but then I do worry sometimes that I'm like oh like combining too many different types of things and some nice products and some like not so nice products or whatever and maybe our skin's just like what are you doing to me (laughs) what's going on obviously I'm not qualified to answer Alex's question I'm the one putting body moisturizer on my face someone who is qualified is Dr. Ginny Mansberg 
She's a Sydney-based GP and co-founder of Evidence Skincare, or ESK for short. ESK analyzed the results of the thousands of people who took part in their personalized skin quiz on their website and found there's been a big jump in acne as a skin concern. Pre-lockdown, 32.9% of Aussie women over the age of 35 are concerned about acne. Now that number is 40.6%. So I asked Dr. Ginny, what's going on? My suspicion is probably there's a lot of baking, like we're seeing supermarkets sell out of yeast and flour and sugar. And certainly if you look at Instagram, it feels like everybody's either making bread or muffins <laughs> or cookies or all of the above. And we like had great plans to get like super fit and install a gym. Like I know that home gyms have sold out as well, but I actually think we're like ignoring them and just watching Netflix with like a bowl of ice cream on our yeah. lap. So I do think like our eating has just gone to water and it's just been um, terrible. Um, I also think that like you've got time to look in the mirror and I think some of us are maybe picking more. Like you, 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 you meant to leave this stuff alone. And at work, there's no way you're going to stand in front of a mirror and start like squeezing. But like you can do that when you're at ISO in ho- at home and like having time, like makeup free to look in the mirror and just moan over everything that's happening. And possibly it's stress as well. We certainly know that stress makes acne worse. We know that for sure. And I'm guessing that this is a pretty stressful time. We're certainly seeing an uptake in mental health services. So I'm guessing it's the combination of the baking and the, you know, the dreadful food we're eating and yeah. And the stress and the picking. So what can we do to then look after our skin and not have to give up on eating those delicious baked goods? (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Um, Well, that was going to be my first answer. (laughs) I was going to say that like, can we divert our baking talents? Like we all know that you can go into Bake Off in its next series. Like yeah. good on you. Um, you. You can do something with yeast. So happy, right? But at the end of the day, um, there's only so long you can continue to bake muffins and not take them to work and just say so you eat them all yourself. Like at some point we're going to need to turn inwards on our cooking and start moving maybe towards great salad dressings and, you know, great vegetable dishes. And, and um, I think that will definitely help because we know that a diet – um, a low glycemic index diet is definitely associated with improvements in your acne. So I would definitely look at improving your diet because it's also going to improve your mood. But it's it's we're going to throw a whole lot of health benefits in for free if you stop your baking habit. So mm-hmm. like, can we just like can we do that maybe once a fortnight, like every second Sunday? Go for go for gold on your Instagram. But other than that, like, can we just showcase amazing salads that you've made? That would be really helpful. Yeah, keep it as I a treat not- rather than an everyday thing. Uh- a hundred percent. The next thing I would say is like, I know it's easier said than done to combat stress. And I think this is a really stressful time, particularly when you don't know what's happening with your job. I, I've spoken to so many people where their company is laying off people or there was talk about JobKeeper and now there's not talk about JobKeeper. And it is a really, really stressful time. And it's easier said than done to just combat your stress. But now is a really good time to invest in meditation or mindfulness Maybe you can divert your baking activities to some stress-relieving <laughs> activities. But exercise, we're still all allowed to exercise. And that will also help um, beat your corona bum and it will also help, you know, beat off your stress as well. So, And I hope you sleep well because you do need good sleep. It, also for acne, you need really good sleep for that as well. The other thing that I would do is just stop looking in the mirror and stop picking. 
like mm. you, you, you stop squeezing, stop it, um, because <laughs> it's not helpful to your skin. And then, you know, you um, start with um, one zit, you squeeze it and you wake up the next morning and there's like five there and you're like, oh, no, they're spreading, <laughs> they're having babies. Um, I would really try to um, stop the picking and the easiest way to stop the picking is stop the looking. Don't go near a mirror. Maybe put a sheet over it. You don't like seriously. You don't need to put your makeup on. So like, don't worry about it. And what about ingredients to look for in products? Is there anything specific? When you look at how acne starts, there are kind of four big parts of zits. So the first problem in acne is that you do have problems in skin cell turnover. So instead of the skin kind of shedding smoothly and constantly, the skin cells tend to clump and form really irregular patches, which then block up your oil ducts. Not only that, to just make matters worse, you do have an increased production of sebum, which is the natural oil on your skin, which is meant to lubricate and moisturize your skin. And if it's at the right amount, it does a great job. Just if there's too much, you get an oil slick. And when you combine excess oil with blocked skin pores, that is a perfect environment for bacteria. And then the final thing is inflammation. So anything that is pro-inflammatory from a really bad diet through to sunburn. And yes, we do get burnt if we're going for a walk. And I think a lot of people who have poo-pooed putting on sunscreen every single day are finding out that actually their skin's becoming quite inflamed when they're going for like a nice long one-hour walk at the moment. So when I look at um, targeting acne, I look at targeting each of those four steps in the development of acne. So I think your heavy hitter has got to be vitamin A. And vitamin A does help with skin cell turnover. And really, it's one to one to 100 of improving skin cell turnover. Um, I think the important thing to know about with vitamin A is that there are forms of vitamin A that are available in the market for which there is either little evidence or for which there is poor or what we call conflicting evidence. I would really look for either retinoic acid, which you you can only get on prescription from your doctor. The big problem with retinoic acid is that it causes irritation and redness and burning. And a lot of people just can't tolerate it. About 30 to 50% of people have to stop using it because it's just too rough on their skin. And then there's retinal, also known as retinaldehyde, also has very good evidence for it. And they are the only, it doesn't tend to cause the same, um, uh, irritation. We don't. We have very low levels of irritation from retinol, probably around one to two percent at most. Um, and so, and retinol is the ingredient that we have in um, the ESK Ultimate A and Ultimate A Plus um, because we wanted to stick to an evidence-based form of vitamin A. We don't formulate with retinol because we're just not happy with the level of evidence for retinol or retinol palmitate. So they're just two and three steps further away from retinoic acid in the skin if you have a look at the chemical formulation that is how the skin utilizes vitamin A. The other thing that I would talk about is salicylic acid. So um, salicylic acid is the main ingredient in um, in aspirin, and it's very anti-inflammatory, which is really important. Um, but it also seems to reduce the amount of sebum production, which vitamin A does as well, uh, by the way, but that is really, really helpful. Um, and it also um, helps with skin barrier function. So it does help to ward off infection with acute bacterium um, acne. Uh, vitamin B3 is another, which is also called niacinamide or nicotinic acid, uh, seems to have a role in reducing the amount of sebum that's produced, which is really good, but it also improves your skin barrier function and is anti-inflammatory. So they're the really big heavy hitters. I would also make sure that you don't use any scrubs. So a lot of people think that because there are blocked pores, you should be scrubbing your skin. The problems with those is that they're pro-inflammatory and inflammation is one of the key 
uh, factors that causes acne. So if you scrub, you might do a good job of getting an oil slick off your face on day one, but day two, you're probably likely to see a bigger um, breakout. So I would really avoid those. I'd avoid soap, which dries out the skin and is pro-inflammatory. And I would use, I would avoid toweling your face too hard with a, you know, with a towel when you dry off. Pat it dry so that you're not causing any unnecessary inflammation. We've already talked about um, your diet and your stress. There are, there are really um, controversial ones like drinking milk. There are some studies that have found drinking milk might increase acne and then other studies that have found that that doesn't do much. I would say that if you have found that when you drink milk you do get an acne breakout, then avoid it. But if it doesn't cause any problems, I wouldn't worry about it too much. All right. Well, thank you. No worries. That's it from us at Women's Health Australia. Uninterrupted will be going on a break and sadly, neither Alex Lauren or I will be back when it does return. I just wanted to say how much I've loved producing and hosting episodes for you all, especially these drop-in specials. You have been a wonderful audience. Alex wanted to say a quick goodbye too. It's been one of the funnest things in my career recording this podcast with all the amazing women we've spoken to and I really hope everyone's enjoyed it so much. We've loved getting feedback and seeing people kind of respond to it and enjoy it and I would just say, yeah, everyone just take care of yourselves, take care of the people you love and yeah, we'll see you on the other side. And here's Lauren. My podcast experience has been very short but very sweet um, and I would just thank you. Uh, all of our women's health audience who've been so amazing. Bye, everyone. Thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) 